A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. do 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 Exciting and new. Go online. Mm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you've only met on your phone. They French or Chinese, a brand new K-1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. It's reality, yes. Let's love. Don't mind us. We're just going to take five minutes to get our pillows in order. on the show. Just go take no, we are, five. Don't you dare start the show just there. Take five we, minutes we, to, to set just, up our pillows. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Intimate Portrait Poodle's ass. My fixing his fucking not, pillows. Okay, that was not that was not something I wanted to be You're seen. Red. You I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I'm embarrassed because I was just fixing the three pillows that I sit we on. We won't put it on the show. Like I promise. You're a liar. Like I'm like sitting like I'm a Maharaja. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my harem? Wow. Um, <laughs> wow. No, this is reality gaze. This is reality gaze, everybody. Hi. Hey, season six, episode five. Love uh, takes hostage. We are strong. No one can bum. tell us we're wrong. Searching in our hearts for so long. Low, low, low. Both of us know it. Love your so battlefield. Love does take hostages because you take hostages in battle. What was that don't referring you? to? You do. <laughs> I just said, you don't do. you? Yeah, and I you think. went, you do. You do take hostages. Um, I don't know what that was referring to. I don't either. Well, let's. So it's. And it's not really Angela, right? Angela. I think it might have been Kalani and Asuelu. Maybe. It was a weird title. No one said it, did Doesn't they? make sense. Are we going to put lipstick on now? Yes, it's my Mac, oh baby. Thank you, sissies. Oh baby. That's what the color's called, oh baby. You just said Mac, oh baby. Uh, a Mac. One of my favorite lip glosses from Mac. Who cares? <laughs> I do. What does this mean? My <laughs> lips are dry. <laughs> Would you like some? No, I don't want. I don't want your lips on mine. I will say Mac has really good tasting lip glosses. So if you suck that guy's dick, his dick's gonna smell better later. Smell like vanilla and joy. 
Do we, and, have, do we have any announcements? And bleach. Do we have any announcements? Do we have any announcements? We're going to be, we've got to contact Chris Farah because we're going to be doing a, cro- a crossover with her or a collab on a collab. Um, a collab with Extreme Sisters. So we're going to be doing that. We'll announce details forthcoming. Extreme, no. I don't want to talk anymore about Extreme Sisters. This was a good episode this last week. You even said you liked it. It's a lot. I know. It's a lot to handle for me. I know. I like the color of clothes you have. Thank you. I don't like the shitty shorts you have on, but I like the color. They're not. They're just. They're a gift. They're. Uh, they're a gift. They're like. They look. Pants. They look. They look mud stained. No, there's, there's something. About, but I, I'm saying I like the combination of colors you're wearing. That's how poodle compliments y'all. In the middle <laughs> there's of the always shade, a backhanded there's one. always like you can't ever just say that looks great. Well, no, I need to say something I don't like as I well. I know it's balance for you. Yeah, it's balance. Um, any other announcements? I don't think so. Um, We've got single life. The t- second tell all. Se- second tell all is coming up. Yes, part two. Part two. Ooh, parte dudes. And, and y'all, we've mentioned there are several new 90 Day shows dropping. There is The Cooking Show, which we're, we're going to watch. It's not called The Cooking Show. I think it's, it's called 90 like, Day Cooks People Up. Food, food Paradise. Food Paradise. Foodies. We're going to watch it. I don't know if we're going to cover it. We may. We may. You know what? Maybe that'd be a good by Curious. But there's Caribbean Love. Oh, it's true. Caribbean Love's coming. <laughs> you just said that like we were on an infomercial, <laughs> and you didn't even listen to what I said. Oh, it's true. <laughs> well, no, it's coming up. I was thinking in my head, oh, shit, we need to do it by Curious. You know, we haven't decided. We, no, we've already decided. I've we already, did? Yes. Well, I've I'm, already told you. We, I've, I have it in our master really? schedule. I've sent it to you. <laughs> really? You know what it is. We discussed it. St- well, you should I do all <laughs> this planning of things we're going to do, and you forget what it is. It's true. It's true. It's really frustrating. You should tell because it's the third week of the month. We're going to have to do it soon. Fine. We should do it this uh, week. It is called... When I can talk, it is called uh, the forty-year-old property version. Oh, that's great! You Discovery sent that to Plus. me. You yes, sent that to I me. know. The it f- is called the forty. Our 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 by curious at the eight-hour level uh, is a show on Discovery Plus called the forty-year-old property version. I might have to watch this whole show. It looks good. I like it how you're talking about the show like we didn't have a conversation about it. <laughs> That you're like, tell me more. Tell me tell more me. about your new project. It looked really like, good when like you said that. Like we're on attitudes. No. <laughs> <laughs> Don't Linda Dano me. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm actually supporting, validating you. It looked really good. You would be such a fake talk show host. No. Be like, tell me more about your latest project. And you're reading a card. <laughs> no. The 40-year-old property virgin, you guys, as what it sounds like, obviously a play on the 40-year-old virgin. This is a show where someone's been living with their parents, Mm -hmm. and they finally move out of their parents' home. Yes. So there's going to be that dynamic. Then it's also a house hunters kind of thing. But It's kind of perfect. But the casting they've done is kind of like 90-day-ish hoarders, like people with problems. (laughs) People with problems. That's what TLC should be subtitled. (laughs) Not the Learning Channel. People People with with problems. problems. You're welcome, TLC. Unprocessed trauma. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's what it should be. That should be. I think called. that's our. That's the only announcement. All I right. do have two things before we start, <sighs> mostly because 
people to ask me to weigh in on them. So I guess that's what I'm doing now. Sure. I guess, I guess I'm going to pontificate. Pontifications. Yes. Poodle Proclamations. He doesn't like saying weighing in because that makes him think about weight. Yeah, I don't like saying that. Yeah. No one likes to weigh in. No one. Have you ever been to the doctor like twice in a week and they insist on weighing you both times? That's true. Mr. Rogers liked weighing in, remember, from that documentary they talked about that. He liked, he checked his weight every day and every day it was 143 and that was the numerical number for I love you. It was like a little hug from the universe. Yeah, that was my least favorite part about that documentary. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 143. When they said his weight was 143, I was kind of like, gung gung. That's okay. You can be healthy at a lot of weight. You can. That's true. You can. Thank you for you, telling me that. Your 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 pants are bothering me. Oh, I'm gonna, I love I'm going to move on. They're comfortable. So, uh, the two things I was asked to weigh in on, mm-hmm. uh, the, the internet has seen it, um, and I need to, and I've been asked my opinion because, you know, I'm a music director for musical theater. It is the movie trailer for Dear Evan Hansen. I just watched it. That everyone has been freaking out about. And the, excuse me, the consensus is why did they make a 28-year-old man do a, uh, portray a high school student with lots of makeup and a bad haircut in the trailer? You can actually see the pancake makeup on his face. On H-Day, it's going to be terrible. But I want to say this for her. That's not the problem. Okay. Um, also, if you I don't mean, they know, do that on nine hundred two one zero. Yeah, exactly. If you don't do, if you don't know, dear Evan Hansen, that was the kind of very ground, not really groundbreaking. You know, fuck that. It's not groundbreaking. I don't. I'm gonna go off. On I don't it. love that show. I'm gonna go off on it. It's a great score to listen to in the car. If you've never seen the show, you're like, oh, I w- can't wait to see this. Then you get to the last. I've talked about it before. The last ten minutes of the show, and you're like, wait. He basically stole this kid's, basically made this kid's suicide about him, and now he gets off scot-free. Spoiler alert. <laughs> you know what? Our whole show is a spoiler it alert. It is. Fuck that. It is anyway, kind of about that. But I wanna- it also, I just want to say, I'm not thrilled like that and that uh, 13 Reasons Why. I feel like this is just almost suicide kind of- Suicide cult kind of like- um, the celebration a, almost of uh, it's 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 creating a notoriety around suicide. notoriety around suicide instead of talking about y'all i worked at a suicide helpline as a volunteer counselor for five years so instead I know of talking about. about what causes it what or causes it it's, this, it's what happens after it people are obsessed with yeah mm-hmm. and i don't and you guys it's influenced teenagers and their ideas of suicidality yep. in this country um anyway. and also so the internet first saw two things the internet first saw the trailer and they're like so when does the kid come out? <laughs> yeah. So they, I'm like, newsflash, Dear Evan Hansen isn't about anyone coming out. But it feels that way. But it feels that way because that's the way the trailer looks. Yes. Okay, so first of all. I thought they computerly al- computer altered his face. It was just a lot of makeup. I thought, though, they like made him Possibly. look younger and honestly but a little I'm, less attractive because he's cute normally. He is. And that haircut's really bad. So bad haircut. here's the problem. That I see it. It's not his age. If he were to be on stage doing it at this time, he could go into that show again. The yeah. problem is the the direction of that movie, you could tell from the trailer, was done in a naturalistic way. 
in a non-theatrical because the theatrical version was done on a stage which kind of looked like a computer and we were not really going to know who we were, where we were. Yeah. And the problem is when you put a 28-year-old man into a naturalistic setting. It feels weird. Uh, that's what the problem people were having. Yeah. It wasn't just he looked old. That was a symptom of the problem. It looks like they took a theater show and just dropped it into a movie, and you can't do that. And, and the problem is they're saying, oh, well, but he should be, his work should be memorialized. Film it for television. Film it then. Film the production. Yeah. But they're worried that that, that won't be, that won't reach enough people because not enough people get theater. Disney Plus did Hamilton and it got a ton of people. And guess what? They just filmed it. Yeah. And people loved it. Yeah. Fuck them. <laughs> That's what I have to say about Dear Evan Hansen. I will also say that Julianne Moore is playing his mother and Julianne Moore is 60 years old. I adore Julianne Moore. She's my Don't favorite. Get me wrong. She's my favorite actor. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Amy Adams is playing the other mother whose son died. Amy Adams should have played his mother. And Julianne Moore should play the other mother. Actually, neither of these actresses should have been in this movie. But we have to sell this movie. I'm going to get off the soapbox soon, I promise. We have to you're – just, you're just biding your time. No, I'm letting I'm you go. I'm looking at your face. I'm just letting you go. You're having a – this isn't a poodle <laughs> proclamation. This is a poodle I'm, soapbox. This is full-on rant. Um, your face is actually red. <laughs> There's spittle coming – it's like dropping on the mic. I'm sick and tired of them trying to sell musicals to a wide, wide, wide audience. Um, I'm, I'm sick and tired of it uh, because everyone's so afraid of not making any money. It's the same reason why Bernadette Peters should have been in The Witch and Into the Woods instead of Meryl Streep, even though I love Meryl Streep. But it should have been Bernadette Peters. That casting I could almost get behind. But, but I, anyway... So that's that's number one. You guys, yes, he's old, but that's not the problem. The problem is the way the musical could have been. You can do amazing things with film. You can do very non-reality things with film. The, the, the movie is not going to do that. I also think, and you might not agree with me on this, I think you can get away with not as good as scripts in a theater production. You can! And when you're in a movie, the script has it, to be really good. The script good. is the most important thing, and you and can't also, just rely on the music. Remember, the film is but a director's medium, but it's the director that did The Greatest Showman, and y'all, that's not a good movie. And oh. we're gonna get letters for that. Do you think that's a good? movie? No, it's terrible. <laughs> Someone just went. Ah! Now, now My I will face. say, I will say, Carl's wife is dying <laughs> right now. That's now, I will say this. Poodle thinks this is me is terrible, Carl. I will say this. That I can put on with my niece and nephews in the car, and they love and they know every word to it. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying it's a bad score. I'm saying that movie is terrible because you're making a, a, a good hero out of P.T. Barnum, who was a piece of garbage. What's a piece of garbage? Sorry, it just sound like somebody was coming in your door. I agree. Nobody. I like, my is house that your ghost? Um, All right. What's well, number two? People are going. We're going to get letters about <laughs> about our y'all. You just fast forward. No, yeah. but I I literally have gotten seven or eight messages about it. So I was just clarifying. Let's talk about it. We need to talk about Olivia Rodrigo. I'm not familiar. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what? I everyone who I told this to said I said hundred bucks. Maddie will not know who this Never is. Never heard of him. Uh, she has the number one single Spotify in the world. Okay. Um, she is on High School Musical the musical uh, the on Netflix. Show. Oh, the one our friend is on that show. Yes, Julia. Um, my client, yeah. Uh, and, um, she, uh, she was on Saturday Night Live this past week. Okay. I knew you would not know who she was. Well, Saturday Night Live has been so bad. Here's the thing, y'all. It's so bad. Here's my hot take. People asking, what's your, as a vocal coach, what do you think about Olivia Rodrigo? And that's, this is the only reason I'm doing, doing this on the podcast because I'm saying it because I don't want to respond to everybody on Instagram. Um, here's, here's my hot take. Olivia Rodrigo is a a beautiful girl. She's pretty. She's gorgeous. Just looked her up. Two, she's on a very popular Netflix show. Three, she is working with a really good producer. She was just kind of talking to a really good producer. Four, she has her she has a song called Driver's License, which is is the single that so pinpoints every bit of teen angst for a girl. That was looked. That was kind of looked over to a, for another girl. So she's like a Taylor Swift of her. Don't like, even. No. Okay. But I mean, when Taylor Swift no. maybe first. No. Okay. Well. We Don't know. come for my Taylor Swift. <laughs> we know how the songwriting doesn't even compare. Jackie Wiseman no. just screamed. She did. Just screamed and threw her baby and on any, the couch. And any Swifties who are listening, I became a Swiftie last year, and I'm I'm still proud of it. Um. I love Taylor. The song, the songwriting is okay. Mm-hmm. The song itself is good. She has a pretty good voice. Okay, but she hit the exact right moment at the exact right time. Yeah, and for someone to find that, you're so bored right now. I'm not bored. I just don't know <laughs> anything about this, y'all. When someone keeps looking like this to me and like tapping on his leg, no, it's fine. Talk about it. Get it out. I swear to God, to every Ardmore story. <laughs> I'm going to say fast forward through. No. I'm going to look so bored. I am perfectly content listening to this. Anyway, she is my, but what I was going to say is. like I'm learning. She is, I will be excited to see what she does. Can I, I'm confused though. Yeah. Why do people come at you about her? Like why? They want to know my, because they, they can't understand her immediate stardom. Oh, okay. Now that's, I think that's why I looked confused because I didn't know why. They can't understand that. this Girls, okay. Immediate just world make- famousness. Oh, she okay. she pinpoints a moment in that song, "Driver's License," which mm. is basically it's about. Remember when we remember when we said I, we get my driver's license and we would drive all around, and now you're with some other girl, and I drive into the suburbs and I pass your house. Oh, and I would totally listen to that and almost cry. And he now you're with that blonde girl, and you're with. And I will say, and she had a producer. I love songs and I, like I that. I only know this because I have a I have a contact on the show. It's actually not our not our friend, but I have a contact on the show. And I said, did she write Some, the, did somebody she, fucked. Did she, maybe did she write this song? And she's like, maybe it was kind of the same idea uh, that the the single is heavily produced. Um, I mean, they could write. Four four lines and say they wrote the song. Thank you. That's true. Yeah. 
I don't want to ruin this or ruin Carl's life's wife, ruin Carl's wife's life. life. Uh But when sometimes when singer songwriters will write a song, they'll have written three sentences. Yeah, yeah. Like when you see Pink credited, um, sometimes that's just the riffs that she does when she's recording it Mm. on a song. I mean, she does write though. She does. No, I'm I'm not. I'm not clarifying. I love Pink. Taylor, don't come for Pink. Taylor Swift writes everything. That's all I'll say. That that is my soapbox. I'm sorry that I took so much time. We're gonna get letters. <laughs> We're gonna get letters. Well, no, I I wanted to do that because I've gotten I people have been asking me to address those two things since the Dear Evan Hansen trailer came out. No, that makes sense. I've had a lot, and instead of responding to everyone and the Olivia, this Jordan is easier. People, this but is now easier. they're gonna want more. Once you get more, they're gonna want more. Um, Maybe you're gonna start your own YouTube channel. I have no. No, I have nothing against either of them. I I hope both. I hope the Darren Hansen movie is success because it's theater. It won't be. The critics are going to destroy it. Um, but Maybe. and I hope Olivia Rodrigo does really well. I really do. Um, Maybe she's a great writer in there. She just is being controlled by the Disney machine. That's a problem, you know. Yeah, her 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 subsequent singles have been. Um, I heard one of them. I didn't love it as much as the other. But, you know, maybe she's great. Who knows? Maybe. But I'm saying people were trying to figure out why she was hit it all of a sudden. It's the exact right combination. It's like mm. nailing the golden mean. If they're not new on Yacht Rock, then I'm not going to know. <laughs> there we are. I, I told so many people, $100, he will not know who she is. Happy to be ignorant. Let's talk about the show. Let's talk, Let's talk about, about the show. Love Takes Hostages. I enjoyed that, though. It was like my pop culture window. You just got to mark time for a little bit. Don't ever do that again. That was really disturbing. What? I kind of put my head in there. It was like, it was like, it was like, I imagined you as a baby <laughs> looking out the womb. Going, hey, 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 mama, I'm coming out. <laughs> Y'all, sorry. If, you do, if you're watching our intimate portrait, I did a little visual. Which, by the way. It's disgusting. If you're joining us, remember on our intimate portrait, this little space right here. This is for you. You're just Hi. sitting right here by us. Hi. Poodle's groping honk, you. Honk, honk. Honk, honk. I did like that, though. Um, all right, but let's jump in. You know what? I enjoyed that way more than Mike and Adam. <laughs> so I'll talk and about that. And Brandon and Julia. And the, well, Brandon and Julia were good this week because True. Julia was fucking I enjoyed it good. more than Angela. Kind you, of, yes. Th- I know you let's say you like this season of Happily Ever After better. I'm, I'm a snooze on this season. It's, I'm... It's, but you know we we can find t- stuff to talk about. I think I would have. I think I still would be really happy about it if we hadn't just gotten through the single life. And God damn, God show damn was, it, that was good. That was a good season, even a, with Ed being a complete and utter monster. It's a fantastic. Um, P.S. I want to take a page from Fantastic Tell All, Kyle and Cray, Kyle, Kyle and Cray's book, Kim and Kyle's book from uh, Night Day Cray Cray. I want us to stop saying Big Ed because I want to stop branding him. All right. As what I've kind he of been saying, be Ed, I saw that I've been saying Ed more anyway. But yeah, no, wow. I mean, I thanks said, for throwing me under the no, bus. No, no, since we, since we saw that like last week. <laughs> yeah, you just keep branding. Did y'all? Like, wow. Did y'all wow, see that wow, subtle? Poodle. That's wow, Jake. I'm glad you just keep throwing going. me under the bus. <laughs> that was awful. I've been waiting for you to come around. The cruelty. It's been really sad. 
<laughs> Let's just. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll let you take the lead on the moral high ground. Thank you. Um, let's talk about Angela and Michael. Yo, I still say, no matter what you say about Angela. Very brave for her to do this. She is getting paid, though. She is getting paid. When I get my facelift, ain't nobody gonna see. I'll tell you, can I, I did it. Can I do a hidden camera video of it? <laughs> no, I'll make you go as well. Can you? When you, when you come out of surgery, and you're like, and you look like the elephant Ooh. man. I, I'll, I'll, <laughs> now I'll tell y'all. I'll tell you, I did it. But I'm not gonna tell you. I'm not gonna let you film it. You're gonna look like a ventriloquist dummy. I would almost even. <laughs> no, I wouldn't let you podcast about it. But uh, <laughs> it does. Look, do y'all remember the show The Swan? That's what this reminds me of. I, I you've talked about it, and I've when never they seen after it. surgery, they're like, uh, uh. it's not. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to. Again, so, she's brave. Basically, y'all, there's they they try to run us through this. They try to trick us with, is Angela going to be okay? Is Angela going to be okay? And like we said last time. What if Angela died? And the, and the rest of the show was just Michael trying to get to her funeral. <laughs> that was my first flatline oh, chandelier scream. And we, not to be clear, we do not want Angela dead. No, not at all. We. That's why this is laughable. Uh, to the even bi- yes, try. y'all. The biggest reality star, or second to Darcy on TLC's biggest franchise, who's dead, is gonna die. <laughs> But you know they still do it, and all of us still go. Is she okay? But Is you know what? Okay? There's. I'm not scared of that. But like my mother, I think they do that because they play on people's fears. Because a lot they of people, do. It a makes lot of me people angry. are scared on scared of that. It makes me angry. My mother and I have. And I'll, I'll say this. Just because of Mama Mar is terrified of it. Hospital stuff. I have. I kind of have a, like a trauma feeling every time I see someone in a hospital who's not responsive. Because I remember feeling that way when I was in a coma. I'm glad this is about you now. So no, I'm just saying it's now, about now, my the the what I feel when I watch. But do you have a fear? Like, does your mother or father have a fear about people going under? Like when I got a sinus surgery, no. my mom just sobbed. No, sobbed when they wheeled me back. I don't think. I think either one. She's has the same way about it. her dogs too, and I'm like, Mom, people go under. I don't know where she heard. that. Well, my mother is. My mother did say, "Oh, they're going to put her to sleep. They're they're going to put her to sleep talking about her dog." I'm just worried she won't wake up. That's what my mother does. Yes. Yeah, I think there's a genuine uh, distrust of anesthesia in our families. <laughs> What happened? I don't know. Come at us if your your families generally distrust anesthesia. Was there like a a president or someone that we didn't know of that died of anesthesia like in the 60s? It is true. There's something happening. I will say of a certain age, if you're you're of a certain age, it is more dangerous to have anesthesia. She's got all these complications. But y'all, she's fine. She lost four pounds in her tits and she's waking up. And so y'all are so fucking rough. So rough. She says. Now, um, now the nurse is telling JoJo, okay. So after the surgery, Why are your knees all, 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 and your shins are all looks like oh, Jesus. Yeah. I hit it on my bed. Yeah, I hit it on my bed. You're always talking about how my legs look scarred up. Well, they're not too bad. I put some medicine, but my knees look good. They don't look like yours are a little better they're today. So bruised right well, now. Well, you had sex last night, so. Don't talk about my sex life. <laughs> <laughs> you did freaky shit last night. 
Yeah, I got pummeled. I can pummeled. tell on your face. I got pummeled like a whack-a-mole. I bet he, I bet y'all started doing stuff here and he picked you up and carried you in your bedroom. I'm telling you, I know these things. Next question. Next question. <laughs> anyway, um, so the nurse is saying, so no, um, she's going to be on all-liquid diet, no sugar, no food. No sodas. JoJo is, as you said, <laughs> JoJo I think has a special place in heaven after this. She does. I agree with that. Y'all, as one of our sissies, Sissy Angel said, who kind of specializes, she actually helps run our, our Sober Sissies, which is mm-hmm. one of our sub. It's not our, it's not related to reality days, but it's, it's a, a subgroup sub of yeah. us. So if you're uh, working on sobriety, it's a great place for that. They, that's one of our larger subgroups, actually. But she said, which is going to happen. She said, Angela is going to replace one addiction with another. Totally. So she quit smoking. Y'all, it's going to be something else. Food. Unless she really looks at her cycle of addiction and why she's addicted to food. Why she's addicted to cigarettes. It's not going to change. Well, maybe she'll realize she needs to be in a... In a group therapy situation. Wish in one hand. <laughs> Shit in the other. Um, See what stinks first, y'all. Uh, so, uh, they're But they send her home that day. And they are, they are, and I think one of my favorite parts is when they are discussed, the doctor is discussing with JoJo about how much tissue they took out of Angela's boobs. Yes. So JoJo... Why did I say that like Edwin? I'm yes. Like, yes. So JoJo is now the intermediary well, to tell Michael about how much tissue they took out of her boobs. What, you, I know you had opinions on this. Well, I have opinions. We'll talk about it later. Kind too. of later on. We're going to get into boobs. But he's talking. There's a, I'm like, okay. Hot doctor, because y'all, he's Obang, Dr. Obang. Oh, Obang of this one. Obang of this wait, one. I was waiting on that one. Why waste your time? <laughs> you know, you gotta be mad. You know, you gotta don't, be don't mad. Do don't do I'm that. I'm gonna fuck your baby. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck your mother. <laughs> if you're watching Intimate Portrait. That's on Poodle's Gay Club Glitter <laughs> Mix. I just raised my legs up and kind of simulated me being fucked. I'm yeah. so sorry. <laughs> But you got to see that. I'm never going to get so, over it. So anyway, um, yeah, I was a little concerned. But more, JoJo gets Angela home. They wake up. It's the next day. Time to go back for their follow-up. And Natasha's there, y'all. Everyone's, Natasha's there. Everyone's favorite patient coordinator. Mid-drift nurse. Who's, who's wearing, like, this is not a mid-drift now and not fringe. Now we're wearing kind of a a white jacket with very big false eyelashes. Oh, I am positive. <laughs> I am positive that Natasha is a dominatrix. <laughs> like, doesn't good she just her. look? Doesn't she just look like she yeah, looks like it? There's nothing. I thank you for saying good for her. Nothing yep. wrong with that. She's got a little bit of shimmer. Always got I, the shimmer lip. It's, it's to always her. yeah. It's always the too shimmer. much frosty in her yep. makeup, mm-hmm. which means she's got always got to be ready for a nighttime S and M session. Hey, gotta be prepared. Which S and M sissies? Well, I was gonna say come at us, but apparently the sissy no, thing is culture. No, sissies, don't come <laughs> at us because we already have enough sissies. Not, 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 not sissies like listeners. fans of ours and listeners. 
but actual sissies, which is a whole different S&M Didn't know subculture. that when we called it Sissy Squad, but it's too late now. We have like uh, people saying, I, wanna, I can't wait to join. One guy, his picture profile was just him in a ball gag. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm sex positive. And, and with the, angel and wings. With, a ball gag and angel wings. <laughs> I didn't get that part. And in stilettos. Yeah. Too. You know what? You know what? Do it. Y'all, whatever makes you come. You know what? Honestly, if, if as you, long as it's not hurting anybody. If you're sitting on this couch and you've never been in a ball gag, raise your hand. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Did I just admit something? <laughs> nobody, nobody raised their hand on this couch. Y'all. I don't know. I, I, think, uh, I think I wore one just because... Uh, just for the notoriety Poodle, of it. I will try everything I kind of need to talk, though. Yeah, I don't like stuff in my mouth. Wow, I wow, tried wow, it wow. once, and that was it. Um, Where are we? So, uh, basically... So, yeah, they're back at the doctor. Yes. And they're talking about Michael. And Angela's and looking down and going, my boobs are gone. Gone. And they're really not... She's actually just wrapped up in bandages. Yes, and so she said, I can't believe... Now, it's interesting Angel's saying this, because I thought... Honey, you got the surgery for free. I wouldn't be talking about your doctor. I know. She's kind of saying that the doctor said they're only going to take out one pound each. Well, they took off two pounds. And so she's I have like, a feeling each breast was 11 pounds. Probably. <laughs> so they're in the room and the doctor says, let's call Michael and give him an update on your breast. And I'm like, this is not and this appropriate. Is, and this is when I wrote, this bothers me so much. And... I, I wrote actually in my notes. I was like Nigerian sissies because we do have listeners in. I yeah, we look, do. We do have listeners in Nigeria. Come at us. Let us know well, because. But the doctor ends up doing a little bit of better of an explanation. But he does say that that man you know, being big breasted for women in the culture is so so kind of praised that uh, women who had breast cancer instead of getting mastectomies would die. die. Um. Which, that's sad. That's, but I understand it being. But it's, I think I, a lot of women, some women might do that here. But I think a lot of women culturally, we would have done that maybe in their like fifties well, and sixties. It's true. But I think I think what, there, what he's also said is that in general, Africans have it. Unless you're about to die, Africans have a mistrust of surgery. They do. So you'll and but it does seem like yes, you could get you could get. The you can have a mastectomy for the cancer, but you yeah. could also have a breast. Did you say mastectomy? Mastectomy. Wait, mastectomy or mastectomy? I don't mastectomy. know. Like a mastectomy. I always said mastectomy. And I always thought it was it's mas- mastectomy. I thought it was mastectomy, like a vasectomy. Mastectomy. It's you a mastectomy. Know nothing. <laughs> mastectomy. Well, look at that. I learned Not something a new today. Mastectomy. I said a mastectomy. It's not like Buckenzie for, <laughs> for for vasectomy. It's not like mastectomy. 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 Learn something like new. Like mast. Like I yeah, think that's makes the sense Latin word like for that. booby. Yeah. It's, it's not Latin word for booby. <laughs> Latin word for booby. Um, <laughs> wow. Really, it, really it is, clinical it explanation. It is mastectomy. Well, look at that. Now... God, I hate having to correct you on science terms because I'm always so afraid I'm going to get it wrong. It's really hard being the science arbiter, the literature arbiter. Oh, God, someone's got to do it. (laughs) Someone's going to send letters. So now the doctor wraps up her tits. Yeah. And it's like... Makes them look a little... He's like, let's put some cleavage in there. And I'm going... 
This is they're, so bothersome to me. They're making her look bigger breasted so Michael won't have a problem with it. It's almost like they're saying all the surgery we did for your wife's health Here's what's going to make it. Here's what's going to make it palatable for you. We're going to make it looks like your wife still has big old hooters, big old cha cha. Yeah. Now he does say, Michael. When Michael's like, I'm confused. I don't. He said, Michael, we did this for her health, and so I'm glad the doctor said that. Yeah. So here's my question to you. This really bothered me, and I thought this is so inappropriate and so kind of it felt so. Um, uh, off base or out of touch. Yeah. But then I thought, wait a minute. We're not women. We don't know what it's like to grow up like real women. Um, I wonder how many women related to this, though. Because I wonder, I feel like a lot of women do that go through this probably are so concerned about their breast size and what that is. And no, I'm, I'm sure. I wonder it's a, if they saw either related to it or saw the ridiculousness of this. I'm sure it's a concern. Not I, ridiculousness. I just not a right get word. upset that... that I, I want them to do it for them instead of their husband or boyfriend. But I, that's what I'm saying. I wonder. I just made me kind of like Carrie Bradshaw. I wondered how many women still are, never seen an episode of Sex and the City. I know that's weird. Which you can't. It's like you. I know that's you weird as a gay man. Completely and, and you're like, you demolish said, I, everything you've tried to read me on. I've avoid. I've avoided the show. You have mostly because I don't like puns. Kim Cattrall's puns. But you are Kim Cattrall. <laughs> you are her. Maybe. You are that character. You say puns all the time. But they're good ones. I think you don't know what you're talking about, as you say to me sometimes. I made a really good boar, boar pun with relation to Ronald. I, I, again, I don't <laughs> think you know what you're talking about. And you maybe should watch it. Even though I don't think I'm going to watch the new show because... Let's be honest, I will. But anyway, um, I don't know. I just sissies like let us let us know in the comments on Twitter and Facebook group. Like, did you I wonder if uh, did it feel off base to us because we're men, or do a lot of women relate to this? I don't know. Did you feel? Did you see her talk about maybe we need to talk about implants? Did you hear her say that? Yeah, but I I think that because that's a. What makes Angela relatable? It is relatable? tied up into her identity. What I makes Angela that. relatable is is um, is Angela does not feel loved. She feels unlovable. Mm-hmm. She feels not special. She feels like, and she feels ig- insignificant a lot, which is what this crassness and this kind of bullying is compensating for. Yeah, and so, but that is in a way what makes when she has these vulnerable moments. It, it what makes it makes her relatable, but then she does stupid shit. Yeah. No, I agree. I think it's just, I think most people watching would have gone, just be happy with being healthier. But Uh, that's what I'm at. I don't know. I don't know what, I mean, would you, it's a little different because you don't have to have it to function in the world, but would you cut off your dick? uh, It's a little different, but like if you had like, okay, 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 okay. Testicular cancer. Yeah. Would you remove your balls if you had testicular cancer? Yes. I would too. And I don't feel like a but I but I I've guess, been with a guy with prosthetic balls. Oh really? Yes, both of them. You fucked so many people. <laughs> wow. But that they felt like jawbreakers. But that's different though, because our balls usually are not on display for everyone to see. Yeah. Where women's breasts are. He can are, still come though. Which women's breasts are. Yeah. 
I just feel like we're I just want to acknowledge that we're out of our realm and talking about that. No, we are. And so I'd be, you know, interested. I'm out of my realm now. We need to move on, um, y'all. Y'all, we're going to move on to Andre and Libby. But before we do that, we're going to take... I, I will say, Andre comes in and, and, and says, Daddy's home. And I went, and yes! I, and I got moist in my pants. Papa, can you hear me? God, he looks Papa, so good. can you see good. me? See you in a bit. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there... No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of me undies, great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from me undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from me undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from me undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft. And the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies. We've fallen in love with MeUndies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And MeUndies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, 
MeUndies Signature Fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh-so-comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of MeUndies? It's on MeUndies. Cool. Sissies, good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash realitygaze. That's MeUndies.com slash realitygaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Songfinch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. Songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners. We know you get tired of waiting. Reality Gaze is coming to you. So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed Have hope and find your happy We're back. We're back. We're back. And we're back. We're back. You listened to Olivia Rodrigo on the break. I made you listen to Who's it. Who's that? <laughs> Not familiar. Not familiar. Not familiar. 
She sat there and listened and went, what's uh, this? Okay. I'm not into this new way of singing. Well, it's, I'm not into this like. Well, it's very Billie Eilish. This, it sounds like a dog with a hurt leg getting okay, fucked. Okay, okay. I don't I, like that. That I don't agree with. I, I think she has a nice voice. She does, but this style of singing now. It's very, when it sounds talk, like you need to be at a you need to be at a coffee shop in the rain in Paris, <laughs> and someone just took away Y'all. your last bite of amazing bagel and you're sad. Remember, remember you're how sad. provincial this one is. <laughs> I'm just saying it doesn't. But I do have a degree in I have an undergrad degree in folk performance. I cannot stand the way she sings in this song. I don't think it's that bad. I but I I, I know can't. I know what the pop music. Uh, environment is. I know, but I also Do you know like what Billie I like. Eilish, though? Um, I like her more, yeah, actually. Yeah. Well, Billie like- Eilish, though, you guys, is a it's, it's like a more individual songwriter. It, she's a good songwriter. But every I like young her. pop girl wants now to sound like Billie Eilish, and unfortunately. So I think it's, not that I don't mind, make your own, sim, go your own way, but you know, you can go your own way. I'm just saying. Go your own way. This isn't the the people we had in high school with amazing voices like Paula Abdul. <laughs> Paula Abdul was not high school for you. Paula yeah, she Abdul was. was like elementary, middle school. Yeah, middle school. Yeah, middle school. Close. You were like, in college when she was popular. <laughs> we need to move on. It's not. It's not Whitney Houston. It's not Christina Aguilera. It's, it's not, not even Alanis Morissette. I and that's what it most re, her voice mostly reminds me of Alanis Ugh, Morissette. I don't get, but that I at all. love Alanis Morissette. I do too. Um, it's not even Fiona Apple or or um, <sighs> Ani DeFranco. This is why we can't have a show where we talk about youthful things because it just gets me upset and makes me and feel it makes old. us say, remember when things used remember, to be better. Anyway. Good for her. Let's talk about Andre and I Libby. I hope she has a promising career, but I don't think so. <laughs> She's going to be fine. Sure. She's on a very popular show. She's going to be fine. Her her boyfriend, who we think that the song was right, just came just kind of came out as LGBT. Oh, good for him. Kind of. Um, Joshua Bassett, who's also on the... You're, you're Not looking, familiar. When I say I, things, here's the, I don't just... Stare at me. I don't like, give a shit about these young kids. I could give well, two fucks. I, it's the industry I'm in. So no, no, I no. I'm not paying attention. You, you do. You but write no, pop songs. I feel like I feel like you just you just have no. I, and I am blissfully happy about it. <laughs> well, blissfully. We don't have it's to be It's a cultural in. touchstone, though. Is it? Are we going to remember her in 20 years? No, I don't think so. I agree. Billie Eilish? I think we will. P.S. Oh, I agree. Um, the, that documentary about her, by the way, it's on... Um, is it Billie Hulu? Eilish? Yeah, it's actually really good. I've heard it's fantastic. Um, not fantastic, because they do... You can tell that the family signed off. She was just a kid who grew up in, like... Uh, 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 not Washington. Uh, Mount Washington. I've or seen that, 60 that minutes about her. And she's just like homeschooled with her brother who was just on American Idol who's fantastic, Phineas. I like that name. It's a little pretentious, but I like it. I'm okay with it. Yep. I'm, you gotta, I'm okay with you gotta look like a Phineas. I'm okay with Phineas if they call you Finn. That's hard. I'm okay with Finn. 
I would totally fuck. You've a guy never named fucked Finn. a Finn. I'm shocked. I haven't. Who have you had sex with? A part, guy that has the weirdest name. I once, <laughs> I once, I once had sex with a guy named Locke. L O C K E. That was his name. You First did, name? Yeah. I had sex with. I mean, you have been with a happy. I have. Um. I had sex with, oh, God. I've had, oh, it, they're terrible names. And ironically, Happy was really sad a lot. <laughs> wow. We need to move on. <laughs> we need to move on. Okay, let's talk about Andre. Lube. Andre Lube. and Libby. Uh, I came home. I come home. And Charlie, so, he just, he so, just, he gets inside my brains. It's eating my brain like zombies. Y'all, you've all sent us. No one else needs to send, but we appreciated it. The picture of Andre cooking out and eating a burger. And eating ribs. Who looks like a Greek god. He's not a Greek god. His body is like... He's like a Turkish wrestler. I know, but his body looks like somebody Michelangelo would sculpt. But a little beefier. Yeah, that's true. Uh, y'all, I'd beg for it. Oh. I would absolutely beg for it. Put me on the chopping block and cut me in half with that dick. Wow. You know what? That grossed even me out. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> we need to move on. Can we edit that out, please? Nope. Christina's going to keep really it. Really disgusting. She'll probably put it in the outtakes. We need Maybe. outtakes. She already does them. I think. Our show would be at least 70% out. Um, 90. <laughs> so Libby is working from home and she's cooking and she already like, Where's, Where's your daddy? daddy? This day was extremely busy and filled I with tons of help. things to do. Now look, I'm not saying anything about stay at home because working from home, raising children, working from home. It's, it's hell. Work. It's work. It's hell. But I do think it's funny that Andre has been doing this for like. Two years. Well, she's she's also working her job. Oh, so that is. That's what, he didn't work a job. Exactly. She's working a job. Okay. Exactly. I don't love Lib, so I kind of want to shade her, but well, I can't. You're right. As as my father would say, she's a whiner. She she's is a, a whiner. whiner. She's a whiner. And you know what? But I forgot she was working Whiners from never win. I don't know why my father would sing that. He would sing it like that? Like something about... Something, some song about criers never, never. whiners never. Because I wow, see you got a new drink during the break. Not familiar, <laughs> um, but my my brother and I would we we would whine about something. My father's like, don't whine, whiners never win. That was a nice way to t- <laughs> shutting down your emotions and saying, don't feel exactly, don't feel. Right. Well, look at me now, pops. <laughs> I whine for a living. This is oh. why we. We can't do shows after the day you get pummeled. Your brains are just all... It's, they fuck your brains out So, literally. anyway, he's come home and she said, How was your day? And he's like, Fucked. Fucked. <laughs> and, and she's like, Charlie wants to be a landlord. Charlie's like, It's my fucking house. And uh, I... <sighs> did you notice the word art in the background? That said, We will serve the we Lord. We will serve the Lord. I thought... <laughs> what? Did you... Th- I, uh, was that a gift? I I don't know where. I know that he's Russian Orthodox or This Ukrainian comes from the Orthodox woman or... who shaded Larissa for having her OnlyFans and now 
has one. And if we want to show her boo hole, showing her boo hole, which is, fine. Boo-hole, which is fine. But I'm like, has she shown her butthole? I think so. All her family what? has. <laughs> they all have. Becky has. Yes. They've all done it. Oh wait! They're oh all, yeah, you saw Charlie's dick. Yes, they're all they're all want as much money as they can, y'all. They really do. They're, they're so great. As I said before, the podcasts are the worst of America. They really the are absolute worst. Like if you look up the American dream and look up like like the antonym uh-huh. or just the worst version of that, it has this family. They're so awful. But yes, um, we serve the Lord. So when he says, and he's like, then Rebecca comes in and she shows what? up and she. What? What? And, and she's, and she's she, upset and she goes, wait, I what? watched her child what? while she went over there. Oh, wait. She came over and dropped off Max and I watched her child. And then she said she was going to go run errands, not talk smack to my husband because nobody talks smack to my husband and gets away with that. What what except, word did she call him? Except for me. Exactly. She's I can like, call was him it a, a dick? fucking lizard. I guess it was dick. We don't know. But I wanted to know she that She was too. really She's upset. She's like, no one calls my husband a dick except a, me. Except, except me. <laughs> no one calls him a poop head except she, for Man. She was there in that terrible makeup with that kind of weird purple hair that she has in her confessional. It's true. Someone needs to intervene, y'all. I won't be talking to her. <laughs> I want to. You talk do her back. really well. <laughs> I I hate on a lot of impressions of yours, but this is accurate. Andre's like they're like fucking zombies. They try to they eat, eat my brains. brains. They try to eat my brains. And then y'all, and I'm thinking the, the child whole, is like. <laughs> and he's like, give her a fucking cracker. That, that's what I was like. Should they be having this energy around the baby? No, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter to them. But parents are doing the best they can, I guess. Um, and so, then she's like, okay, not as many as about me, but I know I've been doing this for one day. But it was we, really hard. Can we get a nanny, please? And he basically says, um,. Uh, you don't want these fucking people. They'll go up. You have cameras. Then they'll go like rape your children, which is I will say a lot of people. Uh, I have I have I know people from Eastern Europe and even like people from like Spanish speaking countries. They're like these Americans who leave their kids with people. Oh, like they don't oh, understand yeah. it. I I know some people from Eastern Ardmore, Eastern Carter County. <laughs> Hashtag Grandma Hazel. You want to leave your kids with a what? And like, yeah, you want a stranger to fiddle with your kid? <laughs> Is that what you want? Then they're going to grow up and just shoot people, aren't they? They fiddle with you know, a kid. That's going to be your fault. Is that a nice way of saying molest? Fiddle? Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Why would you raise? A- Sounds fiddle kind of sounds nice to fiddle with your kid. I don't think it is. But, uh, but saying- I remember her saying, "Why would you have a kid and you can't raise it? What kind of parent is that?" Grandma Hazel was a piece of work. Well, Grandma Hazel, when her husband left her, she was a little mentally not there. <laughs> um, no. A little bit no. shocker. Um, <clears throat> she would not take a job because she was so fearful of leaving her kids alone. That's why she only worked at the Kentucky Fried Chicken across the street. And she, she changed walk- the coleslaw recipe. She did change the coleslaw recipe. <laughs> and it was known as Hazel's coleslaw. <laughs> they, they loved it. But she only did that for like two years, and then she, because she just could not stand to leave her kids alone, and she would not do that till some of the kids were old enough 
to watch the other mm-hmm. kids. Yeah. Well, my mother mm-hmm. stayed and she could have worked. My mother stayed home with my brother and I till we were like till we went to school or till I went to school, okay. and then she said, "Time for me to go back to work." Oh uh, well, and she and she did that, and so then. We would have sometimes we'd be picked up by my mother's secretary or other people. My mother kind of had a village that helped oh, raise um, us. A lot of women do, yeah, and they should. Oh, I agree. Yeah, we 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 need to be we need to tribally raise children. If you have, if you're a twin and you marry a twin and you can raise that baby with four parents, you're normal. You're not. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. That's an extreme. Sisters, but like, babe. if you have like a series of, if your mom's friends who you call aunts oh, yeah. help raise you, oh, yeah. Like I was raised by my aunts who were my mom's friends or if, my actual aunts. If I or did, my grandmother. If I didn't think that if I, I would leave my children with you, except for the fact I know that you would either a end up leaving them at the pavilions because you just forgot them, b taking them into a, a talent agent trying to make money and getting them in commercials without me knowing anything about it and you lying and saying you're the parent and getting their sag residuals or C, just selling them. That's would, all fair. <laughs> Poodle would do all that. All that's fair. I don't think I'd sell them because with your children, I don't think I'd get much from them. <laughs> the big heads. Yeah. <laughs> They'd have some deficient parts. <laughs> I wouldn't. They wouldn't be primo. They wouldn't be primo. Yeah. So Andre says I would try to make the most out of them. Though I think you definitely would make them into child stars yeah. and give them uppers oh, and downers. Oh, if I had children, I'd be the worst stage parents. Oh, for sure. I'm certain of it. I'm trying to do that with my ne- with my niece and nephews, but only one of them has talent. Which one? Mm, the youngest one. But yeah. he's also the hardest to deal with, so I'll have to Welcome wait to your mother's older. world. Exactly. Um, so they are... They're going to discuss the nanny later. Yeah. But right now, they've got to go to the immigration attorney because Andre <laughs> needs a second green card. And I'm going to ask our, our... We have a Sissy M, who is an immigration attorney. Come at us. I'm going to ask her about this situation. Because I, this was... It felt fake to me. I don't know if it felt faked or if it felt so. This was by out of left field. The kind of maybe best attorney we've ever had on ninety day. But Hershey. it. But it felt she had her shit together. But it felt. But out she of, was almost, out of left field. But she was just so kind of. She felt actory. She was very. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But y'all, she's saying. So I reviewed your file, and your green card expires, and she basically says. She basically says. Y'all, when they did this... And this is the attorney they've talked to before. Yeah, this attorney they've talked to before. And y'all, we, we don't talk a lot about politics on the show. And, but however, immigration's been a big hot especially spot in American politics. And when Trump the was Trump, president... In the Trump... In the Trump uh, immigration term. was a much different thing. I'd mm-hmm. be interested to hear what this attorney says now. Although I don't believe that not everything has been... Legislation reversed. happens slowly. Yes, slowly. Mm-hmm. So in what she says, she says basically... With the current way the government is, immigration used to be... I loved a, this. They said, how can we help you? Now it's, how can we get you out? How can we get you out? We're not saying what one... Well, what, but... Um, I'm saying it. But yeah. That how can you get the out think is that's, bullshit. I think that's bullshit too, actually. But so now, though, this is going to affect... Because I think this is good to know that people think, you know, that might be for that. This is just going to get certain people that they want to get out well, of it. But it affects everyone. Here's the thing. 
what what uh, our immigration insider, immigration attorney, basically told us is that if you're like Brandon and Julia, you're going to have no problem. So what I would think because they have a child, they're I fine. Would think, I think they're fine. They're fine. We're. I'm going to ask our immigration attorney, Sissy. I, I'm already. But the attorney, her name's Emil. <clears throat> is it Emil? I forget. Emil, Emil. or Emil or Emil. She or, says it's the worst time to be in a in a, be an immigrant. That I don't know if I disagree with. But she said this is what we have to submit, and kind of like a 1980s movie of like when they a teacher bring, says you have reading for the weekend, and they bring out. Boom. And there's like dust settles all around it. And Libby goes, gunk, gunk. And she's like, what is that? What is that? Zoe Papers. And she's like, this is all the evidence that I have to submit. And they're like, really? And then she just, I kind of think, I think she told her assistant, she's like, look, Madeline, if you really want to get ahead as an immigration attorney, I need you to make me a stack of papers, put some post-its in it, get some like, a black tea and use it to age it and kind of fr- <laughs> maybe burn some of the edges. You're working in props now, Madeline. And I put a couple of rubber bands around it because I need to show these fuckers how much paperwork I have to submit. Yeah, she does think she's very important. She um, does. So they ask, she's like, so my hair Andre, is soft. Andre, I know because of using pros. I'm just feeling my hair. It is soft. It's very soft. Mine. Feels like hay. <laughs> I haven't used your pros yet. <laughs> wow. That cut my hand. Ow. Wow. It's, you it's, could take it's, off paint it's got, off of that. It's got barbed wire in it. Wow. <laughs> wow. Um, so he basically, she's like, so Andre, I just need to know if there's anything in your file. He's like, nope. No regular. <laughs> no. I have regulated it. Nothing. I have nothing to hide. And she doesn't even. He doesn't even let her finish like, the it's sentence. It's buried. It's buried. Buried. It's buried. Buried. Um. And the attorney's like, if it's not, he's like, nope, no, nothing will come out. You just hiccup. <laughs> I did hiccup. <laughs> um. Basically, you guys, they kind of suggest that if they don't win an immigration court, if something is a problem, he could be deported. These all sound like false stakes to me. I just. I mean. I, if he's telling the truth, he'll be successful. If he's not, could be deported. He could be deported. Don't don't. And then they finish the segment. She's like, oh, "Sorry, there's a plane flying overhead. A helicopter, y'all." Um, as soon as he it's better than an ambulance. True. They finish the segment. She's like, "And cut. All right, you can just send my check to my agent." <laughs> I really wonder if this person, because she was beautiful. I'm like, is it she does an actor? seem like she was an actor. But maybe she, but she had no, a big she had a big thing behind her that was like uh, ML and a, uh, and a Brita water pitcher so people could get fresh water. <laughs> she did. So I she thought that d- was sweet. She believes in hydration. She, <laughs> she does. She does. She does believe in hydration. She does. That's all I have to say. Do we want to talk about Tiffany and Roland? <sighs> I wrote my first thing. I my wrote was, Oh, Tiffany. Shoulders McGee. Y'all. We need a campaign to get Tiffany away from Ronald. I agree. I agree. I, 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 <sighs> I you know what I think? I want. Her- I'm sorry, Tiffany. If you're listening, I'm sorry. We give you shit about this, but we, uh, we, we hope you listen. We love you, Shoulders McGee. We do we love her. Love your independent attitude. We, we love that for you. I want so much more for you. You know, than as this. 
as a therapist, like when I put on therapist Brainford, because especially I've talked to this before. Sorry, I snooze it. You know, I had to listen to you talk about fucking <laughs> Olivia Al- Rodrigo, Olivia Rodrigo, whatever for twenty minutes. You can hear it. You can fair, hear it. Fair, fair. <laughs> but I was going to say is that you know. I'm a narrative therapist, which is we're more solution focused. It means when you come to us, it's not, hey, these are all my problems. You tell me what kind of you're coming to therapy for, but you do this as a teacher as well. It's kind of like, what are you doing well? What are your strengths that we can help capitalize yeah. on? And with Tiffany, and we brought this up I work before, a little on both ways, but you're right. But yeah. yeah, I would like to, Tiffany is so, she has so much great autonomy. Like she's so self-reliant and she's yeah. so has so much and strength. she's strong yeah and then it's and then and i've been wondering we've kind of talked about this last week like this is a little jumping ahead but where is it for tiffany where is it of why she always kind of falters and kind of and and, and kind of falls into like ronald and then we learn it's because she feels like she's going to be the reason he relapses on his addiction yep. and that I was went, that was later yeah that's later, but I'm like, oh, honey, get an Al-Anon meeting. Like, get an Al-Anon meeting. Well, and she has to know that she's not responsible for any of his successes or failures. Fa- no. That's the is. thing. He, that's, that's the, people often say that um, they want to make sure they're they, they, like, I'm not responsible for his failures. You're also not responsible for his successes. You're not. He can't do it for you. Disappointments and, and heartaches are normal parts of life. Mm-hmm. How people respond to them is only up to them. Say that again. <laughs> what did I say? No, I said <laughs> disappointments and heartaches are normal in life. How people respond to them is up to them. Right. It's not up to Tiffany. Anyway, and, we can go. And but like, and but, but the idea up. that even even the idea that when he says, you know, you're the one who brought me to make me got uh, uh, clear my addiction. It's not really true. It's right now. A lot of people struggle. You have with to do it for yourself. They might say, kind of that whole "fake it until you make it." They might say, "I'm doing this for my children," mm-hmm. but they realize eventually that I've done this for me. You have to do it for you, I, which is because I other, wonder where Ronald went. Because otherwise, where would your where where would your self worth be, and how would you value yeah, it? I don't agree with some of the things Ronald went to this, or at least his interpretation. We've talked about it. I know. Um, I know. So the know. beginning is Ronald talking to Daniel. He's cleaning his motorcycle and helmet his shoes, and his boots. Um, which all I continue to look at were, and this is just my issues. I'm like, these look like fucking Nazi goose stepping boots that they just. That's your issue. <laughs> I didn't get that. Anyway. Uh, I didn't get so, that. So, uh, and Ronald says, well, my boy, you should speak to your mom every day and beg to come to South Africa. When are you coming, my boy? And, and I'm I like, screamed no. And this is putting Daniel in the middle of their conflict. It, so Ronald's reasoning Y'all, is, this is shitty. It is shitty. It is shitty. <sighs> I'd send, I even sent a message to you. And like, if Sissy we've Andrew gone and back Chris and forth between... I've actually never gone back and forth between whether Ronald was a piece of shit or not. No, but this I've, was... this was. I think he's a piece of shit. But was this... Did you think this was a new low even for him? It was for me. Um, It was, but I could have predicted it. I mean, if you told me, I would have been like, yeah. But it was still is, shocking to watch. He is that small to do that. It, to a child. Yes. It's, because he is still exhibiting addictive behavior. It, I was, he, is, he is still. I'm t- I took the words out of your you mouth. You really did. Yep. 
I'll take them. I'll take them. them. Ah, ah. Gross. Gross. <laughs> gross. I'm not sleeping with you. Gross. Uh, you couldn't beg me. <laughs> also, you can't have me. <laughs> I don't know how many times I have to say it. Two bottoms, y'all. We would just walk each other. No, no, like, no. We would touch our butts like magnets that were the same pole. I know go, you're in. Pew! I know you're in love with me. Never, but it's never gonna never, happen. Never, never. Ugh, gross, Whoa. gross. I date men. I like to have sex with people that look at me in the eye, not that look up at the ceiling and say, "Look, <laughs> shut up, <laughs> shut up, don't look at my face." <laughs> look away. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh boy. Anyway, no but, eye contact. Back to Daniel and Ronald. But <laughs> it was, y'all. If you don't watch, the or show, it's complete eye contact. Stare at, stare at me. <laughs> don't blink. Um, it's it, one or the other for me. If y'all. you don't watch the show, because um, some of you don't, I just want to react. Pe- that's right. People do that. People just they listen think. to us. If and you cray don't watch cray, the yeah. show, I must say. Thank you for that. We really appreciate that. Yeah, you listen that. to us, Cray Cray, 420 Fiance. Miles and Sophia. Which we, we're still working on that collab. We're, 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 we that. They're, they're high. <laughs> they Maybe. Just, it's really, they haven't gotten back to Oh, they the haven't guests. got back. Oh, they haven't got back to us. Okay, good. But we love <laughs> they're them. They're just high. Y'all, they're funny, funny, they're funny. so much fun. So I, but Ronald <laughs> really, literally does tell y'all, Poodle isn't just, he actually says to Daniel, it's so gross. Hey, make it a priority to talk make to your sure mom. Make sure to tell your mother that every we need day. to talk. Every, every day. day yeah. Tell her how you want to come to South Africa. And then then Daniel says, yeah, well, I think it'll be better when you come here. And, da, da. and, and Ronald says, but listen, if I don't get my visa, you're, you're coming, coming to South here. Africa. And literally you see Daniel's face goes, no. No, I don't want to. And, and he, he said, Daniel, but you are my family. You are my family. Like, and Y'all, then he, he's manipulating a child. He's manipulating a child. And then it's just awful. Ronald says in the testimonial, he says, look, the, all it is, it's about him winning. It's yeah. like if they divorce, if I get divorced, Tiffany will keep the kids from me. And that's never going to happen. And she, he says, you guys, if my visa gets uh, declined, you guys will move here. And he's like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to miss all my friends and my family. And then he's Ronald like, nope, says, you're going to do it. You're going to do and it. And Ronald looks at me yeah, and says, nope, you will move here, my yeah. boy. And it then, was. And then Daniel says, well, I might leave the family. Then he's like, what do you mean you'll leave the family? It's gross. And then Tiffany thinks. This was one of the grossest it, this moments. This was like gross. This insidious. was one of the grossest moments on Night Fiance. This is I can on remember. a level of, to me, like Mark and Andrew. It was pretty gross. It's really horrible. Yeah. It, even almost kind of worse because at least they're manipulating adults i mean this is a this nikki's is, barely an this adult. is an 11 year old child this is an 11 year old child like trying to get trying to get him to convince his mother via fear by what did tiffany think when she saw oh this? you you heard her see she's like we're gonna talk about that another day and i don't know if this was before or after her, her later time with, with, with her sister which we're gonna talk about soon so yeah so y'all it's tiffany's going out with her sister before that though <laughs> Did you notice the music they were playing whenever it, did? <laughs> it was literally just gay club music? It was like boys, boys are gonna get them. Boys I wanna... are gonna suck that dick on the street. I wanna boy, 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 boy. I was gonna say something serious, but uh, I'll try now because I will say, y'all, Tiffany kills at a gay club. Oh yes, Tiffany goes to a gay club. 
and there's just gay because her makeup is beautiful. She's twerking. Her hair is great. She's fun. She's like she attracts. She attracts gays. Her boobs are out. It's like a the swarm of cicadas. Cicadas everybody's dealing with on the East Coast right now. <laughs> <laughs> she smells good. Um, I just want to say before we move on to that that. You should you should never argue with a child over what's going to happen. No, and good you point. Sh- and, and also, you shouldn't involve your child into thinking in a way they have a choice in what's going to happen. They have a choice and or a responsibility. No, because now he's made Daniel complicit in yes. the convincing. It's just- so when Ronald doesn't come over, because y'all. Ronald's not going to get approved. I don't, I don't know if he is. I don't think he's, he's got. Get y'all, he's got. I don't think he has convictions. But I don't know. He's not, especially now with what's happened with immigration within the last four years, and it's still, like you said, slow to change. Yeah, he's not. I will be shocked if he's coming over. I wish for Tiffany he doesn't get. Approved. But now Daniel's going to feel like if he doesn't come it's over, his fault. It was his fault. And that's and, shitty to do, and that's going to be more therapy for Daniel. Which will be good, though, when Daniel is dancing on a pole at a I, gay club and Tiffany I, shows I, up. No, <laughs> I don't want to put anything on Daniel. I love that Daniel kid. can be anything he wants to be, and I don't I don't. Maybe want he'll be him. a powerful immigration attorney. Maybe, but I don't want him I'm to just think, saying. I don't want us to say that Daniel can only be an exotic dancer <laughs> like you made Anna's third son. <laughs> That I still feel bad about. (laughs) I just worry about this is going to – well, in a serious note, I think Daniel's going to have a hard time with romantic relationships. You think? Because this is some fucked up shit to deal with. That is what I fault Tiffany for the most is not – it's not that she wanted to – it's not that it was a problem introducing her son to Ronald. It is keeping her son out of their personal business. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, my mother did that and I'm fine. Yeah. Great. Wow. Classless. Great. Great. You don't you don't have boundary issues at all. Don't talk about it or I'll cry. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. You have no boundaries. None. <sighs> Let's talk about Tiffany meeting her sister, shall we? Um they are She's meeting Laura and her anniversary. She said, my two-year anniversary with Ron, Ronald. Is this the same sister who came over to South Africa? Yes. It's been a long time. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We haven't seen her. Um, yeah. And she wants to tell Laura the secret that she's been keeping. And the, I, the secret is, under no circumstances is Tiffany going to South Africa. South Africa. South Africa. South Africa. So not, she says it's not safe. So she is letting Ronald and Daniel believe they may be going to South Africa. Because she can't tell Daniel because then he'll tell her the dad. It's shitty, y'all. It's shitty. This makes me really angry. You know, I want to I want to get Tiffany alone and kind of shake her beautiful shoulders and tell her. You need to come clean because she says basically, well, maybe he'll get approved and I won't have to. This is avoidance 101. It's avoidance and I see where Tiffany's coming from. Me too. Only because 
And a part of me makes me wonder, is it, this is my question to you, is it always to be truthful and reasonable with the unreasonable? Because Ronald is never going. He's what, never going to be. What Tiffany well, said to her sister, I'm going to tell Ronald this. He's going to flip out. He's going to lose it. He's going to make her life a living hell. Well, and it's, well, let me finish. Is Tiffany, I kind of thought, is this the right thing to do? Because she's already dealing with so much. This would just be even more taking care of Ronald. Well, yes. And she she's already dealing with so much, but all of it's due to Ronald. Is she's going to continually kick the can down the road to the next thing. But what she thing, realizes. Thing, until, until, uh-huh. until everyone is hurt by it. That is and true. And in a way, it will be her fault. It'll be, there'll be a lot of collateral damage that you worry about. So my issue. Because she's fearful, y'all, and she just needs to accept this. She had a kid with Ronald. Yeah. Like, Ronald's going to be in her life forever. Yep. Yeah. And Ronald's not going. And he even we've says, said us for it. They get divorced, or if they get. Are they married? No, they're not. Yeah, they're they're married. married. They got married there. Yeah. If they get divorced, he's, he's gonna never gonna be okay with it. No, he's, he is he's never gonna, have, gonna be. Okay I'm gonna have my kids with me, and Ronald will probably end up. They'll get divorced, like kidnapping their kids, and I don't taking them somewhere. Get, okay. No, I I really if they came to visit him, and and I Tif- actually I would worry about that. And That's Tiffany true. says, Tiffany says they will never fly over. Just like there's no way my kids are going to like spend six months with Ronald and six months with me. No, it's I not going to happen. So especially in the place that seems so unsafe, I think Ronald will end up. They'll divorce. He'll get married to someone else, and then probably end up never seeing any of his kids and have a whole another life. I think that's accurate, and that's sad that and I that's think that's accurate. That's the best case scenario for Tiffany. Um, but I think with Tiffany, this is why it's so frustrating to us that Tiffany talks such a good game, and she can't activate any of it. In, in this part of her life, she yes. does it in other parts of her life, but in this part of her life, it's and I get it. It's the hardest part to do, but. But she has literally chosen the worst man possible for her. Again, he was a fun bang, but not a bang trip. You're gonna go on a bang trip. You're gonna have sex with someone you don't know. It's a bang trip. It's a bang trip. Bang trip. You're gonna fuck him, and then you're gonna never see him again. Never see him again. You're gonna fuck him. Fuck him. Oh well, you're pregnant. Fuck. Fuck. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Fuck. I like that ending. It's very seventies. It is. We really made it seventies. It's a bang trip. It's like a a Doris Day and Rock Hudson movie. Gone sad. (laughs) Gone sad. Um, I just. I don't think I have anything else. Just stop. Laura says. Laura says, "Is divorce a thing?" Uh, And but Tiffany is just not having it. It. I. I. You know, we talked about who who did we want to rescue? Who did we want to take away? Uh, Tiffany's another who I want to rescue and deprogram her. <laughs> well, Courtney, when she was stuck with the German guy. Oh, Courtney! 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 Courtney, please get away from period cup, man. Please, I hope to God she's on the single life. Please! <laughs> please! I would love that. Bring please. Courtney back. Please! 
<laughs> Who was it? It was, um, I think we said, no, it's not Kalini or Kalani. Which one? I do want to rescue Kalani as well. I feel like she's got her family. Especially. But, I, but I have a rescue issue. I need to save people. Yeah, I've got that oddly enough less than you now. <laughs> no, because I used to have that. And yeah. now I'm like, but let's see. Um, I mean, we wanted to rescue Nikki. Big time. <gasps> well, no, that goes without saying. We still want to rescue Nikki. Y'all, Y'all let's, Nikki let's find out where somewhere. he lives and go in there in the night. Just take Nikki. Say, we got you. Oh, we can find a safe house for her. I'm we can. Sure we, we, can have a, we, ha- we can totally have like a network of sissies to get Nikki, Nikki safe. It'll be like 101 Dalmatians whenever they bark and then the dogs hear the other b- dogs barking or like, and they are like when uh, Lord of the Rings, when they light the fire and they see a fire in the distance, so they light the fire. But this time, if you just see a squirt of lube in the distance, that means a sissy is saying, hey, reconnaissance. And they'll just be little like lube squirt a mile down the road, then another lube squirt. That's the show. <laughs> Y'all, you can find us at realitygazepodcast.com. We're on Instagram at realitygazepodcast. And you would be out of loop. Twitter, the whole plan would fail. Twitter at realitygazepod. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Y'all, come at us on Cameo. We're around. Um... And uh, as well as, y'all, if you if you enjoy the show, write us a five star review. Five star you, you don't know what to say. Podcast. Say keep, keep going, going queens. queens. Keep lubing queens. Keep lubing queens. And the dis, you know, I gotta go. We gotta go. It's going off. This beer's kicking in. Hey everybody, oh, no. we call these people lonely hearts because poodle, aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love in all the wrong places? I don't even know what to say about this episode. <laughs> You know what? And if you love, you said forever, and now you don't care about me. Or what is it? Or you? What is? What is the thing from Driver's License? Now I can't remember it. Oh, I don't remember now. If you don't care about teenage singers, if you love Driver's License, call call us. us. fights are unavoidable but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale that's the reality for brothers prince william and prince harry they were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties wondry's podcast dis and tell is hosted by comedian sydney battle and matt belisai Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues 
your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 